0: Okay, so
1: to bring it to a weird
0: tangent, in a
1: tangent, within a tangent. Skewed into this tangent. And now, introducing our hosts, the gruesome, twosome, Mike and Jeremy. We are friends
0: of the Yeah, they're dead. They're all messed up. Welcome to Fans of the Dead. I'm Mike. And I'm Jeremy. How you doing, bro? Not doing bad, not doing bad. Nice. That leaves us with no good segue, so we're just going to jump right into
1: it. Yeah, there's no really good segue for this, I guess. Oh, there. I mean, there
0: could have been. <laughs> but we didn't use it, so here we are. So I've seen this question pop up a lot on social media, and it's always such a polarizing topic that I wouldn't think of to be so polarizing. Is sex or are sex scenes purposeful in movies or are they just gratuitous? Are they ever necessary to the plot? And a lot of people say no, not necessary at all.
1: But there are definite movies where it's
0: 100% purposeful. I don't even care if it's not purposeful. I like them in the movies. <laughs> There's a lot of people that don't want them in the movies at
1: all. Yeah, and no, I've I, read that.
0: I find that strange. Just think about it. Not you, but people at home. Whoever's listening, you at home. How did you get here? Because your dad had a couple beers and your mom was willing to go. You wouldn't be here without sex. Sex is part of the human experience. It's important. A lot of people's motives involve it. But I don't want them in my horror movies. <laughs> I've got some feedback. We'll, we'll get into that later. But yeah, I, I pretty much had a guy straight up say, not in horror movies. I'm like, any movies, not horror, sci-fi, or action.
1: So only dramas, huh? Dramas and comedy. That's what I
0: said. I said. I said I said rom-coms and drama. He's like, pretty much. Okay, I was hoping for a little bit more. You know, I kept engaging, hoping that I'd get like a regular answer. He's like, nope.
1: What's the difference between the, like the genre? What? Why does it matter? If it's okay in one, why is it not okay? in I think in another? he's
0: saying these are for men, and that's for the ladies. Leave the sex for the ladies. I don't want to see it.
1: All right, well, then I guess he shouldn't get laid. Probably doesn't.
0: Maybe not. Unless he's listening, then he's, he probably does a lot. <laughs> High five, dude. <laughs> All right, so before we get into it, I of course, I have a couple bonus recipes. I have, I just picked up these, like, pre-made shots at, at the liquor store. This one's called the Porn Star. <laughs> Do that real quick. Disgusting. Overly sweet, and it just tastes like vodka and sugar. I wonder if it'll have any side effects. <laughs> and to, to go with that, it's just cubed pineapple.
1: Obviously fresh.
0: It's from a can. I didn't have time to go and cut a fucking pineapple, so I got canned pineapple. But they say it's supposed to make you taste better, if you know what I mean. I've heard that. It makes your cum taste better.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's that. that I figured Supposedly. that was what you were alluding to. <laughs> yes. Yeah, okay, cool. So, to
0: start it off, we picked 20 movies. And, I mean, we're not going to run through the whole movies. We're just going to talk about the scene and why it is integral to the plot of the movie. And I actually went through this whole list with Jenna, and we went through every single scene. We watched them all. You can find, if, even if the movie's not streaming, most of these scenes are available on either Pornhub or X <laughs> Xvideo, one of those, whichever your preferred platform is. But, fun fact, did you know... That the first projector ever was invented in 1878 by Edward Muybridge. He's basically the grandfather of the motion picture, or the moving picture, rather. He used a battery of 12 cameras, and he had an image, I think 12 times, on this big glass disc. And, you know, a light behind it, it projected on the wall, and he spun the disc. So it made it look like... It was moving, and it was of a horse galloping. So this is in 1878 through 1880 for him to come up with this projector. And it only took four years for Eddie to move on to his real passion, naked people. So in 1884, he did a primitive motion studies where he used a similar technique to show people moving while nude. So it didn't take long before motion pictures started having nudity. So... Now we're getting more people with similar projectors. That one was called a zoopraxiscope, or a basically a form of chronophotography. Fast forward 10 years later, and we're already censoring videos. I mean, shorts. Movies aren't movies back then. They're, you know, 20 seconds long, a yeah. minute, maybe. So we've got the first case of film being censored. Carmen Carmencita. A 26-second short showed Carmen Dossett Moreno, or Carmen Carmencita, dancing and quickly revealing her legs and undergarments, so they use black bars to cover up her offending limbs. It you really don't see anything, so it's like so like legs she she, she shows
1: like her ankles right, and then all she, of a sudden she holds up her skirt real quick, and then you know there's a dude in like a fedora like oh it
0: wasn't even that it was just her dancing and she holds up her skirt, puts it down over. Hmm. There really wasn't much to it, but that was too much for people back then. So I get it. Some people don't like sex in their violence. So that's why we're here. Well, there is no sex in violence. I mean, not if you ask Gavin.
1: Yeah, it's true. But
0: even he liked Bush. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> we can nerd out with some more fun sexual facts later. We're getting right into it. Number 20. Jason goes to hell. The Final Friday from 1993.
1: That was actually one of mine that I was like, "Oh, wait a minute, this
0: works." It so works so it's Michelle Clooney and Michael B Silver. Fun fact that they didn't know the other one was getting cast into the into their, you know, respective roles. They actually were exes. Oh. So they get on set and they have to get naked and roll around together.
1: Well, the chemistry great. should have been like either great or hostile.
0: The chemistry was great on film if you ask me. Uh, besides the Tony the Wonder Llama line, you know, that was pretty <laughs> stupid. But I always thought this scene was hot, especially when it came out cuz I was what, 12. They're not skinny dipping, but they're swimming around in their underwear. They come out. It's them and another chick. Can we please use the tent? And they go in the tent. She goes, oh, I'm going to go get a rubber. She goes, she pees in the bushes, which, you know, when you're a kid, you're like, oh, she's pulling down her underwear. She's in a bush. I think I hear a trickle. Then she grabs a rubber. Well, Actually, they show a kill. Kind of, you know, throws off the mood a little bit, you know, when they show her friend stabbed to a tree. And she gives the guy the rubber. He can't open it. And she says, it, let's do it raw and then they proceed to have sex and get murdered by jason which i thought was a fantastic kill
1: oh uh, this, this that was the one where she was like ripped in like the, the pole goes through and she just goes crap like right, yeah it's right like up. a
0: fence post and he like puts it right through the tent through yeah. her
1: but i think uh, that, that was really all that really was only on the director's cut i think right like the full on
0: oh yeah i mean the director's cut was way better the mpaa had yeah. it, you know shut down pretty pretty good yeah Let's see what Jenna had to say about that one. Oh, before I read her her little comment here. What is sex like when you're camping?
1: I don't go camping, so I don't know.
0: It's fucking intense. <laughs> <laughs> so my reason for, for putting it on the list, by the way, I almost forgot, is the fact that it's the most Jason-like kill in a movie where you don't actually see Jason a lot because he's body swapping. Yeah. So this was definitely, it was at Crystal Lake, like, in the woods, he, camping. He was the corner at that was point, awesome. right? I think, yeah. Uh, let's see. Jenna said, good foreplay. Sex scene was realistic. Good actors. Great actors. And I think, you know, because of the chemistry, because, you know, they used to actually really fucking life.
1: Hmm. Another good one from Jason Lives with the RV. While, like, right after they're done fucking, he gets, like, the friggin' Bowie knife while he's driving the thing, and then they jump the friggin' RV. Yeah. That was a good one.
0: Number 19, Candyland from 2023. I originally was going to go with the opening shot with Sam Corton. She's just riding a dude in the truck, titties bouncing, mm-hmm. very hot. Jenna actually said, hell yeah, <laughs> great tits. But I went with a different scene because it's a very pivotal scene in the movie. You have a innocent girl or woman who leaves her family, and she's taken in by these truck stop hookers. Lizard, uh, lounge, not lounge lizards, that's leisure <laughs> suit Larry. <laughs> Lot lizards. And this is her first trick that she is going to perform. And it's a priest, and the priest comes in, and it is, it is not sexy at all. It's rather disgusting. She basically lays down on the bed, opens her legs, he takes his teeth out, drops them into a glass, and proceeds to perform oral sex on her it is very awkward <laughs> i'm not gonna say too much the movie's still pretty fresh but this does it, it changes your view on what's going on yeah not because of the act but what happens directly after a great fucking movie it's on tubi right now i suggest everyone go yeah, and i haven't watch seen that
1: i saw it i saw it listed
0: your homework is to watch that tonight it is a very sexy movie, and the scene is not not that, but it's very important to the to the plot, and you'll see why it's a, all about the character's arc.
1: I am adding it to my watch list
0: now. Yeah, when we got to the actual scene, Jenna's like, priests aren't supposed to have sex. He's looking at her like a piece of meat, very twisted, gross old man, perv, takes out his teeth, it's gross. Is it Candyland with a K? No, it's candy space lined.
1: oh that's why I was doing it like the, like the board game ha
0: there we go underlined three times disgusting number 18 we've got one of our favorite movies here from 1988 we've got sorority babes in the slime ball Boorama Michelle Bauer and John Stewart Wildman this one's important because it's a kind of a monkey paw scenario with a group of nerds and some sorority babes mm-hmm. they're all granted wishes obviously the wishes go bad oh my gold oh my dress (laughs) but keith one of the nerds he wishes to get laid i bet you want to poke that bitch in the sweater you want to poke her butt from here to poker nose (laughs) you should always be careful what you wish for obviously michelle bauer way out of this guy's league and out of her mind lisa aggressively agrees to have sex. She's now all of a sudden in sexy lingerie and they disappear into the locker room where he's kind of hesitant and yeah. she's going, like, he's she's being rough and he's like, I
1: don't know if this is what I want for my first time. Wasn't he, like, turning, like, beet fucking red or something? Like, there was something that was happening, like, during the scene. It, like, he
0: was getting, like, she or something. She gets on top of him and she's, like, ripping his clothes off. She's being very rough with him and she's like, Grabbing his hands, putting them on her tits. She's just like, let's do this, let's do this. He's like, oh, take it easy. It was very cool because he was the horniest one. He's the one that set up the whole plot. Yeah. He had them sneak over to the sorority house. They'd
1: watch through the window, the, the, uh, yep. the, the spanking. Yeah. Very classic movie.
0: Jenna says, good energy. Good Obviously, energy. Michelle Bauer brings good energy. She's very frisky, bitch can't take no for an answer. Hornball, but hot.
1: I'm not going anywhere with these sex.
0: Number 17 from 1995. I actually saw this one in the theater. Species.
1: That was one I had as well. If it's one you're thinking, because there was, there was a few in this one, but if it's the one I'm thinking of, it was pretty fucking hot. Oh, yeah.
0: Natasha Henstridge and Alfred Molina, you know, Doc Ock from the yep. first Spider-Man. So, uh, was it that the first one? Uh, no, that might have no. been part... Two or... Two. I don't know. It was with Tobey Maguire, one of those spider things. I think it was two.
1: Yeah, because the third one and had Topher Grace in it.
0: Right. A doctor on a team trying to locate an alien who is trying to mate finds a beautiful woman in his hotel room. Doesn't think twice. He has sex with her, and she becomes instantly pregnant. Mm-hmm. Which he finds odd. And she <laughs> kills him. <laughs> this kind of thing doesn't usually happen to me. I remember seeing this in the theater, and I was blown away. I was like, I, I want a poster of this woman. She's gorgeous. And she was just a model. This is like her first movie, I believe,
1: right? I think so, yeah. This was what, 95, you said?
0: Yeah, 95. And again, Jenna says, good boobs, good sex, until the knives come out of her back. Crazy. Because <laughs> <laughs> she does, like, after she says she's pregnant, he's like, oh, no, because he kind of realizes oh, this is the alien we were looking for. Uh, I just don't randomly have women in my hotel room waiting for me to have sex. Oh,
1: Yeah, and she, like, uh, was it her? Like, she aged, like, 12 years and three months or something like that? Was it her, or was it...
0: Yeah, so basically they built her with some alien DNA. They mixed it with humans, and she's kind of, like, cloned. Yeah, and then she turns yeah. 20 in, like, a few hours and, like, goes right to the club. If you build it, they will come. <laughs> is really the tagline of the movie. I know. <laughs>
1: <It's>
0: pretty awesome. <laughs> right, so I had to add this one. The scene is more porn-like. It was actually filmed in Cape Town, South Africa. 2020, Fried Berry. Hmm. Bianca Hartenstein and Gary Green. So an alien that's joyriding in the body of a human is running rampant experiencing the pleasures of life. So he finds himself a prostitute and they have sex. Resulting in her instant pregnancy now this one is crazy because he's he's just pounding her doggy style and just this guy's face is is funny like i want to i'll post it up it's like that face you make w- when the gummies kick in. it's like Ooh. <laughs> but he's doing that just pounding her and she's like
1: yeah hit it harder
0: hit it harder and then he, he busts and immediately she's like oh oh you're a real gut pusher aren't you <laughs> and, and then all of a sudden her stomach starts getting bigger and she gives birth.
1: It's just like, boom. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. Talk about not giving time for the morning after pill.
0: This movie is its just crazy. It's bonkers. But the scene's important because now he has a child. Yeah. Oh, boy. What did Jenna say about that one? Good actors, use a condom. <laughs> <laughs> Number 15. Midsommar. Or Midsummer,
1: 2019. This one, I was wondering... If it was borderline, it
0: is. But he goes into it knowing what he's about to do. True. Uh, Which he, is why he made I kept the decision it. to do it. Which is why and, I kept uh, it on
1: on on my part. He only
0: has a negative reaction afterwards, like the post nut clarity. We'll yeah. say, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when he when he runs out, what did I like, do? Oh no! He grabs his dick and he's just running. But he was
1: totally fine with all, like you know, that lady up behind him, like like pushing on.
0: She's like, get it in there, get it in there. a very uh, supportive family there. They are, they are. So Isabel Grill and Jack Rayner, after an unusual courting, a couple consummates with the approval of her large family. <laughs> oh, man. This movie was great. So it's going back and forth between him entering what we'll say is the ceremonial fuck place. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's like a bed of flowers and she's just waiting there surrounded by most of the women in the cult and they're all butt ass naked. Yeah. So he's he takes off his robe and he gets right to it and they're all like moaning with her moans. Yeah. Like you said one gets right behind him and is like pushing his ass like to make sure that he finishes inside her and she immediately like holds her legs up. Her legs up, you know, to make sure that all the uh, the juice gets to the glass. But this is also happening while Danny's having her uh, panic attack and everyone in the kitchen is like having a panic attack with her and helping mm-hmm. her calm down. It was really cool. Very important scene in the movie because I think that is the scene where she decided it was okay to put this motherfucker in the bear suit. Yeah. Like when she sees through that peephole, she's like, okay, yeah, I'm locked in now. And let's see, Genesis first dick. <laughs> the first dick of the list.
1: Yeah, because he cause bolted of out of the building, just just kind of flopping around in the wind. Angry
0: bitches banting together, amazing sex, also creepy as fuck. Bunch of naked bitches, very hairy pussies, <laughs> <laughs> but they were very gentle and helpful. <laughs> they were which was gentle awkward. And helpful. <laughs> What's your pleasure, sir? Number fourteen from nineteen eighty-seven, Hellraiser. We got Claire Higgins and Sean Chapman. So basically, this is Kirsty, Kirsty Cotton, her stepmom and her uncle. They meet uncle for Frank. the first time. Oh. Uncle Frank. They meet for the first time. End up falling in lust. It was lust at first sight. And they end up having sex on her wedding gown. He's in town for their wedding. And they end up having crazy sex. So this whole movie is about the balance of pleasure and pain in bringing both to the extreme anyone that knows the hellraiser series knows the cenobites and this sets off the whole the whole series the whole franchise because this one act of infidelity this sin that she commits yeah it's the catalyst of him opening the box going to hell getting ripped apart coming back to life through the blood of her husband, his brother and she needs to murder people to get him some skin so he can give her the skins. It
1: gives new meaning
0: to the box was always yours.
1: Uh, <laughs> let's not forget the the uh, you call it awesome. I mean it was, it, it was a good scene in the second one where you know they make out and she has no skin.
0: Yeah, that's love for you. Jenna said What the fuck? (laughs) Nope. Too complex. Because as we're watching the scene, I'm also trying to explain why it's important to the plot. (laughs) She's like, shut up. She told me to shut up quite a few times. (laughs) (laughs) Number 13. Vampires from 1974. We got Marianne Morris and Anelka I I I don't know how to say it. Sure. All right. So there were so many to pick from from this one. Great movie. This is one of my favorite vampire movies, even though it's borderline that it's a ghost movie, a sort of haunting. It's hard to... Borders across. It's just a sexy-ass movie. I'm going to actually read Jenna's quote first. She says, This is not a movie. It's porn. (laughs) Gone wrong.
1: (laughs) Gone wrong. (laughs) Uh,
0: All the scenes involving men, there's a lot of threesomes, they were all too aggressive, too fast, chemistry was off, and, and then, you know... They start feeding on the men so that's it you know that takes away from the sexiness but the most poignant sex scene in this movie was the opening scene it was soft and slow sultry and sexy very very passionate showing the love the two women had that was the catalyst for this revenge type of film they were killed making love and they go on to haunt those who ever come close to them again great movie i definitely suggest it and You wouldn't have a movie if you didn't have that first sex scene. So I would say that's pretty important. There you go. Number 12 from 1981, The Howling. This is another what the fuck type of scene. So if you've ever seen The Howling, it is about werewolves. It is very, very cool. Rob Bottin, I believe, did the the creature effects. And that comes heavily into play with this one. So we have like the sultry, uh, there's a, a word for it. Go back to our Ian Champion episode, and he can tell you the word. You have basically someone really sexy from the cult that goes out into the real world and basically baits men into coming back to the cult. Oh, him.
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I know exactly the word you're talking about, too.
0: Yeah. Fi- whatever like, a, like,
1: fish, like, Fisher? like a fishing
0: kind of thing? Yeah, yeah, exactly. She sees the guy, it's the husband of the main character, and she seduces him by this campfire and they have pretty hot sex and she bites him and they both transform into werewolves while they're fucking it's sexy until it's not (laughs) it's obviously a very important moment because that's when they get him yeah pretty pretty sexy that's elizabeth brooks and william neal jenna said hot couple gross licking wounds went whack from there (laughs) went whack Number 11 to round up our first, our first f- 10, <laughs> I was going to say our first five, but no, <laughs> we got a lot more to go. <laughs> Next week is going to be crazy. Let me tell you, there's going to be more aphrodisiacs, more sexual facts, and more fun. Number 11 from 2022, X gonna give it to you, he gonna give it to you, X gonna give it to you. Brittany Snow and Kid Cuddy. No, that's the first scene I, I showed Jenna. That's yeah. not the one that I'm, I'm going to go over, but that one was it was pretty hot and realistic because, you know, he uh, did throw her a towel so she could wipe up the uh, the after mess. The Jews. Now, I went with Mia Goth and Stephen Yeun playing the old couple.
1: Yeah, that was as well on my list. And it, and that scene too cuz I believe, you know, Mia Goth also was underneath the bed.
0: Yes, she was playing dual roles, Maxine and Pearl. You know, It felt like it was too long when I saw this in the theater, and I could hear the audience's discomfort, and thats it hit me. I was like, that's exactly what this scene was meant to do, make people uncomfortable. No one wants to get older, no one wants to die. We all want to hold on to our vigor. However, everyone's flame is going to dim before it finally burns out. It's a part of life, you know? So I thought it was a really good scene. and It was a really good again, scene. Like
1: That, that one uh, kind of got you in the feels a little
0: bit. Until, you know, they started murdering people. I was like, I kind of feel for these guys.
1: They just want to have a good time, too. Yeah, well, you know, they murdered people in awesome ways.
0: Yeah. So another poignant sex scene that was the unsexiest of the sexy scenes in the movie. I feel like I'm being pretty good with this list. I'm not just, like, throwing out hornball, like, lesbian scenes like vampires. <laughs> I, I had to throw that one in. That That's a hot movie. <laughs> that wraps up part one. Fans of the dead podcast at gmail.com. If you want to tell us why sex is important to a film, why it's not important, or just, you know, oh, actually, I have a, I have a poll. Let's, let's see the results of the poll. Oh. We'll do fan feedback next week. Everyone loves a good poll. All right. So I said, thought on sex in movies. Always gratuitous, could be integral to the plot, could go both ways, or just boobs. Boobs won. 59%, 27% was the next one, always gratuitous. So basically, either like them or you don't like them, which I, I think is weird. It's crazy. Let us know your thoughts. And I'd like to, don't just say, I don't like them in the movies, or I like them in the movies. Tell me why. Because that's what I really want to know. I want to get to the the core, like what's going on in your head or your genitals that make you want to watch these movies in these particular scenes. I mean, back in the day, I had two VCRs. So I would take my VCR out of my room, bring it in the living room, and I would record just the sex scenes. And I had like a compilation <laughs> of just sex scenes from movies. So like, oh, that's where my head's at. So That's why I think this is probably the easiest list we've ever done. I just had to pop in that VHS tape and I was like, oh, wow! oh yeah, that's, what... oh, that one too. Oh, good one. Oh, write that down.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. You can also check us out on Facebook, Fans of the Dead, uh, TikTok, Fans of the Dead pod, Instagram, Fans of the Dead podcast. Uh, go to our website, fansofthedead.com. Get yourself a t-shirt, a hat, a sweatshirt. Go get you some shit. Something like that. Uh, We're on the Prescribed Films Podcast Network, where you could check out all of our episodes there as well if you feel like doing it from the interwebs.
0: That's a, a good place to do it. Until next time, have sex, be safe, peace. You're listening
1: to the Prescribed Films Podcast Network home to hundreds of hours of free podcast entertainment. The shows on this network all have a common goal, providing you with
0: the best discussions about movies and other forms of entertainment media. The PFPN hopes to fill your ear holes with audio joy. Visit our website with links to all the other amazing shows at www.thepfpn.com. Thanks for listening. we got a lot more to go. Next week is going to be crazy. Let me tell you, there's going to be more aphrodisiacs, more sexual facts, and more fun.